Hello and welcome to this week's podcast edition of Scripps 5 Must Know Things. This time for the Business Week ended 14th May 2021. This is Ian Haydock. This week we look at issues surrounding the proposed IP waiver for coronavirus vaccines, a trial delay for Novavax's COVID-19 vaccine, an ICER review of multiple myeloma drugs, and Galapagos's efforts to refocus its R&D pipeline. The US government's decision to back the waiver of intellectual property protections for COVID-19 vaccines is seen as momentous, but some legal experts note that the text-based negotiations to follow are not going to be easy and will likely require heavy-duty diplomatic efforts to align views, if at all. Scripps and Gangurdi reached out to a cross-section of IP experts on the long road ahead, and whether the scope of the proposed waiver could be a sticking point, given the wider promise of mRNA technology in areas beyond vaccines. Indian industry veterans suggested that Big Pharma's bigger worry around the waiver is possibly any attempt to expand the exemption beyond the arena of vaccines. Others pointed to whether the move might prompt voluntary licences or open the door to counterfeiting. Nicholas Diamond, director at CNM International, the global policy and regulatory affairs affiliate of international law firm Crowell and Mooring, told Scrip, All stakeholders will want to closely monitor these developments to better understand the potential scope of what could be included in a zero draft, which in principle could differ from India and South Africa's original proposal last year. Other experts similarly believe that if the US stance is taken literally, then it is much narrower in scope than originally envisaged in the waiver plan put forward by South Africa, India and the other sponsors. Tahir Amin, who's co-founder of the US-based not-for-profit group Initiative for Medicines Access and Knowledge, or IMAC, told Scrip that more broadly, the key issues to watch out for will be scope of the language and whether it will be overly restrictive, such that it makes the waiver unworkable in practice. It would be in the interest of the pharmaceutical industry to delay the final text as much as possible, he declared. There are already varied voices coming out of the EU on the US support for the IP waiver. Germany, for one, has pushed back on the issue, but has emphasised that it backs the wider goal of worldwide supplies of COVID-19 vaccines. Andrew also reports in an opinion piece that COVID-19 has exposed the shortcomings in India's rickety healthcare system and is costing the country lives. The intensity of the second wave of the pandemic has amplified the inequities and broken healthcare infrastructure in the country, though even others with more advanced health systems, such as the US, have struggled hard to cope before getting a grip as the vaccines arrived. The Indian situation is in large part the result of abject neglect of the health segment over the years, along with abysmally low public spending on healthcare in what is a largely self-pay market, Andrew writes. India has one of the highest levels of -of out-of-pocket expenses in the world, and catastrophic health expenditures have plunged many families into poverty. The current national public healthcare budget is only about 1.3% of GDP. The 2020-2021 Economic Survey, which details the state of the Indian economy, noted that an increase in public spend from 1% up to 3% of GDP, as envisaged in the National Health Policy 2017, could cut out-of-pocket expenditures from 65% to 30% of overall healthcare spend. This message, relayed over the years by various stakeholders, should hopefully sink in now. Andrew writes that it's probably fair to say that this was a crisis waiting to happen, 
with widespread economic and social distress set to follow if not tackled adeptly. The wide-ranging piece also takes a look at multiple other issues including vaccine supplies and possible voluntary licenses, supply chain strains and API prices. Novavax's chances of playing a major role in rolling back the pandemic in developed markets is diminishing after it announced another delay to a pivotal North America trial readout for its COVID-19 vaccine. The nanoparticle-based protein subunit candidate NVX-COV2-2373 is still likely to be fifth to market in the US if Novavax is able to unveil final data from its Phase 3 trial in a few weeks, as predicted by CEO Stan Erk on 10th May. But its timeline has slipped several months since the start of the year, when an interim readout from Prevent 19 had been expected in late March, early April, Andrew McConaughey reports. The new timeline would see the vaccine approved no earlier than July, likely putting it just behind AstraZeneca in line for a US FDA emergency use authorization. By this time, however, most adults in the US will have received a Pfizer-BioNTech or Moderna or Johnson & Johnson jab, with a similar picture in the EU. On Novavax's Q1 results call, Erk said the new delay was down to a decision not to unblind the 30,000 participant study at an interim results stage, but instead wait for a final readout. The company also decided to initiate a blinded crossover in the PREVENT-19 study in early April, whereby patients receiving placebo were switched to the active arm. R&D head Gregory Glenn made it clear the protocol change would not affect the efficacy readout, as the trial would still evaluate the accrual of cases in the active arm before crossover. This means that regulatory filings will take place in July, with ERC expecting the UK to grant an emergency authorisation first, followed closely by South Korea, the European Union and then the US. Bristol-Myers Squibb and Bluebird Bio would have to substantially cut the price of the CAR-T therapy Abecma for multiple myeloma for it to be cost-effective, the US Institute for Clinical and Economic Review concluded in a final assessment of three BCMA targeting drugs for the blood cancer. The report, released on 11th May, also evaluated Johnson & Johnson and Legend Biotech's CAR-T therapy Siltacel, which is under review by the US FDA, and GlaxoSmithKline's antibody drug conjugate, Blenrep. An ICER panel found that although Abecma and Siltacel provide net health benefits compared with the usual care, Abecma's price reflects low long-term value. J&J has not announced a price for Siltacel yet, so the long-term value could not be determined by ICER. Meanwhile, the ICER panel determined that the evidence was not adequate to demonstrate a net health benefit of Blenrep over usual care, and the drug was viewed as having low long-term value despite favourable cost-effectiveness. Alec Diarman writes that Blenrep became the first BCMA targeting therapy to win FDA approval in August 2020. The Beckmer became the second in March, and J&J completed a rolling biologic license application submission for Siltacel in the first quarter. GSK defended its pricing for Blenrep. We have a strong track record of reasonably pricing medicines to reflect the value they deliver to patients and are actively involved in creating solutions that give patients access to new treatments and scientific breakthroughs, the company told Scripp. 
J&J said it takes a responsible approach to pricing and that it appreciated the ICER report's inclusion of patient and caregiver perspectives, but differed with the group's methodology, saying ICER's quality-adjusted life-year framework excluded some aspects of value like patients' and caregivers' ability to achieve various life goals. Finally, after a very tough nine months, Galapagos has laid the foundations for the road to recovery by refocusing its research areas, targeting 150 million euros, or about $182 million, in savings and seeking out late-stage assets to fill the gap between its approved rheumatoid arthritis drug Gisellica and the rest of the pipeline. President Bart Filius mapped out the Belgian biotech strategy to Scripps Kevin Grogan after the completion of a review of the business, following a miserable spell which started in October 2020, when the osteoarthritis drug GLPG-1972, an ADAMTS5 inhibitor partnered with Servia, failed to significantly reduce cartilage loss in the Phase II Rosella trial. A couple of months later, partner and major stakeholder Gilead Sciences walked away from the US development of Gisellica, which is already approved in Europe and Japan, as it could no longer see a viable path to approval for the JAK inhibitor after a Type A meeting with the US FDA to discuss a complete response letter issued in August, when the agency surprisingly rejected the drug for rheumatoid arthritis. The latest blow in February this year saw the termination of the Isabella Phase 3 programme for Ziritaxistat which was being evaluated in about 1,500 idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis patients. A review of the oral autotaxin inhibitor concluded that the benefit-risk profile no longer supported continuing these studies, and Galapagos and Gilead declared that all clinical trials for the drug would be discontinued. The Ziritaxistat setback was a big surprise, a big disappointment, but it made clear the need to do something about our organisation, so we embarked on this exercise, driven first by the science, Phileas told Scripp. He added that one of Galapagos's strengths had been in having a broad portfolio, but that also increases the risk that you spread yourself a bit too thin, and we felt it was necessary to focus on our two core areas of expertise, inflammation and fibrosis, and we've let go of metabolic disease and osteoarthritis, Phileas said. Galapagos is enthusiastic about its broad Toledo program, which consists of a series of salt-inducible kinase inhibitors, and the first compound, GLPG3970, is in five proof-of-concept trials, and results from the first in severe psoriasis are expected later this year. That's all for this week. Thank you, as always, for listening. As usual, all articles mentioned here in full are linked in the article accompanying this podcast, And don't forget to sign in to access this and much more digital content or go to our site and sign up for a free trial to see what you're missing. Bye for now.